Welcome to Comic Comics, your one-stop listen to all things comics. We're talking books, movies, TV shows, video games, and more. We are spoiler cast, and what that means is we consider all properties, past, future, and present to be valid, and we will spoil the hell out of them. I'm your host, Michael, along with my two co-hosts, Richard and Jeremy, and with all that being said, let's get started. Well, it's just me and you, Richard. Yep. Jeremy is not here tonight. Having to work his ass off. Yeah. He's doing that hustle. Every day. Hustling. Every day. Yep. But (laughs) he'll be back next week. It's just another news week. All the news. All the tea for all y'all. We're talking comic books. We're talking movie rumors. We're talking casting. All kinds of stuff. I know it's been a it's been a big couple of weeks. We haven't really talked about a lot of news, but a lot of big stuff has happened. Let's let's start it off with some some Ant Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania, and uh, they have got Bill Murray. Yeah, on their cast. <laughs> I love. I'm a big Bill Murray fan. Hell, I've got a T shirt with Bill Murray on it. Um, but uh. This is cool. I hope it's true. I know Bill Murray likes to fuck with people. Uh, there's been <laughs> stories that like he'll go into a bar and just sit down with some people and like eat some of their food and then get up and walk away. And before he walks away, he, he'll tell them, no one will ever believe you. And then just leaves. <laughs> Once I get old, I'm probably going to do that. I'm yeah. not going to lie. <laughs> Especially if I don't have my wife to keep to keep track of me, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that actually, uh, yeah. Uh, part of me though wonders if this is even real. I want it to be real because I like Bill Murray and I'm fine with him in a Marvel movie. But it was like some kind of weird, like German magazine that they translated it in, and. He was kind of vague, but he he left some clues about uh, it being Matt Reed, who's the director for Ant-Man, Quantumania, Ant-Man 3. Um, But yeah, I have no idea who he would be playing if that's the case. For for whatever reason, I feel like it's going to be he's going to be the um, the mayor of Chronopolis or something like that. Like, that's just what comes to mind to me. Like. Okay, yeah, that's co- okay. Yeah, that would make sense. That's right up his his weird alley. He he played uh there was it was some movie I watched with my kids long ago. Um and he was the mayor in that movie as well and it was some underground town or something like that and it was a really just odd whatever role and he was somewhat of a bad guy in it. Huh. So, I I just I don't know. I I, I yeah, I saw his name, and I, I look at the movie, and I'm like, you're probably going to be a one-shot character that's gone, and what better than the mayor? Like, Yeah, that makes sense. I hadn't even thought. I, I keep forgetting that, yeah, they're going to the, like, microverse or whatever, and that makes total sense. That's probably what he is. Still fun. Yeah. But. All right. Do you happen to read or have you ever read the uh, the Saga comic book series? I have. I have read Saga. Uh, I have not read a lot of Saga because there is a lot of Saga. Um, but it's good. I want to catch up. Okay. Well, you ain't got much time because it's coming back January. So it's been gone since, I think, 18, 2018. Yeah. They do a lot of runs and then they'll just be gone for however long that they decide and then they'll come back. All right. So I heard, and of course it's rumors. I've not heard it from, you know, it's not been reported from Fiona Staples or Brian K. Vaughn, who are the artist and writer of the series. Um, Saga has right now standing has 54 issues. I heard they took this whole time off for Brian to be able to write the next 54 issues that they're going to end at 108. Oh, so it's finally coming to an end. Yeah. And the somebody threw out there 
that the reason they're going to stop at 108 is because a Buddhist prayer bead or a bead necklace or something along those lines. Um, Weird. Traditional mala necklace. It reflects a sacred number in both Hinduism and Buddhism uh, has 108 beads on it. I, I don't know if any either one of them are Buddhists or if that's even like legit or why, but I don't know. It, it was interesting to me. It was like, if it is correlated to that, like that's kind of interesting. That is interesting. I don't know. It's also strange in the sense that I don't know how that applies to Saga at all. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> like as far as the story between like in two alien races and uh, from opposing sides, and then falling in love and having a child and then like having to flee because like everyone's after them. Uh, I don't understand how that applies, but okay. I mean, it's cool. Um, I wonder if it had more to do with either the artist, Fiona, or if it had more to do with Brian, but I don't know either one of them as far as like their, their personal beliefs. Saga is great. I really need to finish. I, I really need to read it, uh, catch up and then, Honestly, I may just wait till it's all done and then read it in one fell swoop because it's it's great. Um, it hit it's so strange and weird, but it also hits you like in the feels when you least expect it. Um, yeah, it's a great story. I heard rumors a long time ago that they were possibly gonna adapt it to like maybe like a, a like not Netflix, but like one of those type of streaming service television shows, maybe HBO or something. I don't know if you could do it just because like it would be a huge undertaking um, to do all the special effects and stuff for that show. I mean, I definitely think it'd be an HBO thing. If it goes anywhere, I think it would have to be HBO. I mean, HBO sat there and handled uh game of Thrones yeah. the way they did. And then I want to say that is it the last of us? is doing that TV series that they're going to do several million dollars an episode for that show. I, uh, I didn't know last of us was going to be on HBO, but yeah, it, it's, it's something expensive. And, uh, Pascal from Mandalorian is going to be main character. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that casting. <laughs> uh, I, I like that actor a lot, but, I I don't know if I see him as was it Joel. Um. Uh, anyway, he he'll probably do a great job. Uh, this is not about Saga at all. But anyway, <laughs> also to uh uh Amazon, they're spending like for, oh. they're doing they're doing like a Lord of the Rings show, and they spent like a billion dollars for the entire season. Yes, and we'll actually talk a little bit about that later on. Uh, that that's what I was getting to is that like HBO and Amazon apparently have the money to do something like that. Yeah. HBO has no problem doing the content that is involved in Saga. Right. Especially coming from like Game of Thrones kind of thing. So I think it'd be right up HBO. If anybody's going to do it, I'd love to see it on HBO Max. And I'd love to be able to dump all the issues that I have once it does come out because they're already high now. So it'd be a premium then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I liked it at first, and then it just seemed like that. Like as the story got on, it almost got repetitive. I, I I read all the way up to fifty four, and um, it seemed like it got repetitive, and that whenever they needed to spice something up, it would be they'd throw something sexual in there and some yeah. kind of nudity or something along those lines to be like, "Hey, look, remember where we came from?" Yeah, and it's like, "Oh, okay, space boobies again." Or, <laughs> Space cock. I mean, something like that. Whatever. Oh sure. God! Some of the some of the the dicks in that comic are some of the nastiest dicks. Like, I'll never forget that. Like, what was it? Cycloptic ogre in his like like just ugly dick. Oh. Comicy pasta, funny story, real quick. <laughs> it's got to do with our with our homie Jeremy. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> and it has nothing to do with the sucker fish that he had last episode either. 
Oh, um, <laughs> they they came over to the house one time, and we we're talking comic books and stuff like that. And his wife was like, "It's it's it's some kind of reading month or something like that. Give me something to read. Give me give me some kind of something to read." I was like, "Uh, okay. What do you? I mean, like, what kind of genres are you into? Like, what are you?" She's like, "I don't know. If I, do you have something like a some kind of romance?" Oh no! I was like Samantha. Yeah, yeah, I do. Oh no! This. <laughs> so, so I go to hand her <laughs> trade volume one and two <laughs> to Sokka. Is this the one that uh uh? Do you have the original? Co- I don't know if the the volumes one and two have it. I know they re-edited it, but the Prince Robot like homosexual image on the TV screen. <laughs> I think th- I, I don't know for certain if the, I can, I'd have to look. I gotta look now. Um, I don't know for certain if that, if they put that in the trades or not. Um, but I've got that, that issue. Like I was able to grab that issue before they, they redid it. So that's funny. Oh my God. Oh man. I'm, I'm sad. <laughs> I missed that. I wish I had seen her face. I said, look, if you can just like, just, just you watch Game of Thrones and this is me talking to her. I'm like, you watch Game of Thrones. Like if just get past the nudity part and actually look at the story as a whole. Yeah. You'll be fine. Like, right. Just get past the space boobies and cocks and you'll be fine. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's very like, now that you mention it, it's very like Game of Thrones meets like Star Wars or something. Like it's very yeah. like it's got like the nudity from like HBO, like a Game of Thrones type thing. But then it's like this sci-fi fantasy. Yeah. No. Exactly. Yes. That's yeah. Exactly. Well, it's coming back January. So yay for fifty-four issues that I know of. And I wonder if that's also because like they can fit all fifty-four in one book. And so maybe all you have to have is those two books. Yeah. Like that's what I thought of at first until I heard the prayer bead thing. So. Yeah, the, the prayer bead thing's weird. <laughs> like, maybe they just wanted to, like, like, maybe they were like, look, all I can get is 108. And then they were like, well, let's make that, uh, let's, uh, what what has 108 things in it? And they just, like, Googled it. <laughs> and then. <laughs> And then, like, the prayer bead came up. I don't know. I, I, I probably shouldn't say that because who knows? Someone may be, like, Buddhist or something, and I'm just, like, shitting all over their religion. But well, We're not <laughs> shitting on it, but, I mean, it's just, it's an odd number to stop a comic book at. Yeah. To me. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's very weird. So, anyways. What about John Kent being bisexual? So uh, for those probably who maybe go back and listen or if they're picking up here, we talked about Tim Drake coming out as bisexual and we all sort of felt like this was kind of like a cash grab to like, you know, show how woke DC is or, you know, but this to me just personally feels like them doing what I was screaming about, like, let's do it to somebody that like you kind of like that's more popular no offense to tim drake but like once again they never know what to do with tim drake so i feel like that's what they 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 were just like i don't know make him buy and <laughs> with jonathan kent that's a to me a bigger name like i kept saying you know like make dick gay like make dick grayson gay like if you really want to prove that you're you know want to have inclusion and stuff like that like make a bigger character that way, like bigger character uh, bisexual um, or part of the, you know, LGBTQ. I hope I said that right. But um, <laughs> uh, so Jonathan Kent being bisexual doesn't feel like a cash grab. And I don't know if that's because they just did it. Like, I don't, what was it? Like a month ago with Tim? Yeah, I think, yeah, it it was, yeah, it was very, it's been really recent. It, it no further than a month ago. Can't yeah. Be. And he's like the new Superman, right? Because I have not read any of his 
when uh, Bendis took over Superman, I was out. <laughs> like, I hate his <laughs> Superman. Yeah, from to my knowledge, uh, Clark has left Earth uh-huh. to go help another civilization. Oh, okay. Um, and I, I that could I could have misread that completely, but that's that's what I've grasped so far. And so he is, John is the new Superman. So I'm fine with John Kent being by. Yeah. Like, first of all, I have no pull, and it really doesn't. Nobody cares at all what I think. Let's be honest. Yeah, like we're we're two white straight like <laughs> heterosexual dudes like. What do what do people care about our opinion? But like at from, the same time, from Alabama, yeah, yeah. So like, but at the same time, we're just we're talking about the news and comics. So, right. Um, I I I don't feel the same way necessarily about um John as I did Tim because John is new. You know, everybody screams, "Do it to somebody new! Make up a new character! Make yeah. up a new this! Make up a new that!" Well, John's been a child since um since he's been in comic books like he came on the scene in 2015 in a series that nobody gave a crap about which was Con- convergence yeah so oh god yeah <laughs> did i trigger you convergence? yeah i forgot about that <laughs> my problem my problem is is that like you really just all you really want to do is you want to make uh, you want to make like I feel like we're trying to make it to where Superman kisses Batman, but not Batman. Like eventually yeah. it's going to be Tim Drake and Superman kissing and it's going to be a lover's triangle between uh, Superman, his, his the guy that he's come out with and then Tim Drake. And it's going to like that's what that's what we're that's what we're headed towards. Um, so what you're saying is. Someone really wants their Batman, like their Bruce and Clark fanfic. Oh, yeah. To really come to life. <laughs> yes. They want the Man of Steel in the Batcave. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Uh, my problem is, is that we we keep we keep sitting there coming out with these characters and their identity and their whatever and and the other thing is is that we keep coming out with th- these these characters coming out as bi and to me that seems like a cop out for the fact that at that point in time well now you you've wrote them to a point where they can be with a guy they can be with a girl just depend it doesn't matter what writer you have at that point in time yeah you know what i mean and i understand that the you know bisexual people want to be um included recognized and stuff like that and that's fine i get it yeah and and i did some research on this one because the tim drake thing bothered me so bad not gonna lie um because i just felt like it was an injustice to that community and i felt like um it was a complete and total cash grab yeah oh it 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 was it absolutely was i think so i went on to the DC fandom site and looked up their homosexual, bisexual men that were on earth prime. That's what I narrowed it down to because by God, if we did it for everybody or everything like that was going to be a whole nother thing. Yeah. And I wanted to make it relevant to what we were talking about. So here's my list of what I've got. As far as bisexual people go, We've got that I could find on Prime Earth, and that there could be more, but this is what I found. We've got John Constantine. We've got a guy named Jericho, mm. who is Deathstroke's son. Oh, yeah. And we've got, you know, Tim Drake and John Kent, who are, you know, recently came out. Now, if we go to homosexual, we have Jackson Hyde, who's the new Aqualad. Uh, Alan Scott, you know, Green Lantern, uh, David Isherwood, who is an ally of Deathstroke, who is also Jericho's lover, uh, Des Trevius, who is a Red Lantern, Gregorio de la Vega, who's a magician, Harold Jordan, who's also known as Airwave, 
Hartley Rathaway, who's the Pod Piper, Hugh Dawkins, which is the Tasmanian Devil, Kirk Quinton, who's Hyperboy, Miguel, I'm going to butcher this name, <laughs> Berrigan, who's known as Bunker, Miguel Montez, who is the owner of the Eight Style, Mikhail Tomas, who's Starman, Raymond Terrell, who's the Ray, uh, Seal, it's just, his, I guess his name is just Seal, who like, is the like, student of... Like the singer? <laughs> no, not Seal. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> or Sal, Seal, I don't know, S-Y-L. Uh, he's the student of Gregorio de la Vega and Todd Rice, who's Obsidian. Like, you've got people in these same positions. Why are you not making stories about them? Like, why are you not showcasing these people that you have? I'm not saying that you can't make more. Don't get me wrong. If you haven't made stories about them yet, what makes you think you're going to make stories about these new ones? If you haven't used what you already had in your toolbox, why are you going to Harbor Freight and buying new ones? That is a that is a very Alabama analogy <laughs> 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 no, right there. Um yeah, I I agree with that. I like cuz while you're reading it, I was like maybe five of those characters are like big name characters. Right. Um so uh but you know, all you got to do is write a good story and then you know, you could make them popular, but the problem is is no writer wants to write, you know, whatever a story about the about the ray or whatever. Or uh like they need to bring in uh writers of that um, not minority group, but like of the LGBTQ. That's really hard for me to say. Uh, <laughs> it's just like a tongue twister for me for some reason. Um, but uh, to um maybe write stories like good stories about that. Maybe that's what yeah. would make them popular. I I don't know. They still haven't found. There's there's something missing in the equation to like do this. And who knows? Maybe Jonathan Kent is going to be wildly popular. I, I, I'm, I'm kind of excited for Kent. Not uh, like not the the bisexual thing, but for him being Superman. I didn't know that because, like I said, once Bendis started fucking with Superman, I I jumped off. So <laughs> n- now that I know that like Cal El's off Earth and Jonathan Kent's taking over, like I may pick that up and give it a read and and start. Um, seeing what what they're going to do with that yeah uh i mean i think we're in issue four now so i mean you you definitely got time definitely now is if you're going to read this uh i think it's called superman son of kal-el um it, if you're interested in this and you want to read it now is a definite good time to jump on especially if you're going to do digital because you're only like four issues behind like it's yeah. definitely a good time to jump on yeah, um, I'm a huge fan of the Super Sons run that they did. I loved Jonathan Kent and Damian Wayne, like being kids. Uh, it's something that I kind of want us to all read and talk about because I think it's a cool run. I was gonna say I'm definitely down for reading that. Like, yeah, I'm glad they let them be kids. Really, yeah, same. So you know, I'm telling you right now, I was the biggest proponent of like anti uh, uh, Damian Wayne. I hated him. When they brought him in, I was like, who the fuck is this brat? Like, get him out of here. He does not deserve to be in the Batcave. Like, get that fool out of here. And um, I hated him for the longest time. I still kind of don't like him, but Super Sons really, really, really made me like him. Um, <laughs> That's hilarious. That the I guess the biggest problem that I have is this is that like they just did this not long at all yeah. after Tim Drake like why didn't you just hold off and, and just do John Kent Def- definitely doing the Tim Drake like a month before the Jonathan Kent kind of takes the wind out of the sails um I don't know it's like it's like someone else wearing like a special outfit like the same exact outfit that you were wearing or something like. It's kind of like, ah, like now everyone's, you know, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but it, they definitely, it's weird. Whatever they're doing is weird is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and then they, and then they hold off to do John's on come out day. Oh, did they? I and didn't know so, that was. And I'm fine with that. But like, 
you you just you just did Tim Drake. Why didn't you wait to do Tim Drake on Come Out Day? Like it, to me, it just proves more of like you did Tim Drake for a for a money grab yeah. because you had it in Batman Legends and nobody gave a shit about that book nor that character. Yeah. They wanted it really for like a clickbait headline in a news article, and then maybe they would get some sales from it. Which, which is honestly, to some extent, the same with John Kent, because you see all the articles of Superman's bisexual. It's like, yes, the Superman now is bisexual, but all the normals do not know John Kent as yeah, Superman. exactly. They barely even know him as Superboy. Let's be honest. Yeah. Like most folks don't even know that John Ken exists. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah, I um I I foresee a lot of like angry comments about how could they make Superman gay and blah 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 like back when, you know, like I said when um uh Michael B Jordan was uh potentially going to be uh Superman and everyone's freaking out about black Superman and stuff. It was just like calm down, guys. It's clearly going to be like a different version of Superman. Like Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's great. Oh, I think that's all time when you spend on that. I mean, it's... yeah. I mean, that's about all we can say as, as two white straight men. <laughs> <laughs> all right. More interesting. Good shit. Mm. Dr. Strange and the multiverse. I know. Uh, Yes, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is getting reshoots that are going from November to December. Now, the reason I bring this up is because there was a big kerfunkle of here about a week ago, if even that long, because news comes so quickly now. Yeah, that it does. Marvel was delaying a ton of their slate of movies here. So I'm thinking it's because of the reshoots. Like, it was really easy. Like, that's all you had to sit there and say, hey, uh, not trying to alarm anybody or anything like that, but we're doing some reshoot. We're doing reshoot. Yeah, we're doing reshoots <laughs> for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. So we're going to push some shit back. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I think whatever they're planning on doing big in the MCU, it's going to revolve a lot around from the Doctor Strange movie. So. If it has to do reshoots, then obviously it's going to push everything else back. So, yeah, I think you're, I, you're, you nailed it on the head. You're 100% right on that one. For it to be two months worth of reshoots, reshoots, um, that's, that's what hit me. And like, this, this is, I, I say this as not a rumor. Like, this came out of Benedict Cumberbatch's mouth on I believe the Today Show. Like I watched the clip and all that jazz and they asked him about Doctor Strange and that's what he came out and he said that. So it's not a rumor. It that's legit. Uh now whether that's why we have the delays or not, I don't know. I just kind of put the pieces together that way. Do you think because it's in November and December, it's gonna tie in at all with the uh Spider uh No Way Home, Spider Man No Way Home? Shit, I hope to God not. Okay. I was just wondering because of talking about to go into the Spider-Man No Way Home movie. No, I just meant like, you know how that movie is going to be taking place over like several uh, season, like several months and seasons. And it's during like the holiday seasons. I was kind of wondering if maybe that's the why they're shooting during November and December as well. I mean, I guess it's possible, but I've not heard any news as far as like them having Peter. Um in Doctor Strange movie, but I mean, you also don't have to have him if it, if it's just kind of going on at the same time or something along those lines. Like if you just kind of like you could almost mash the movies together because people are also saying that the Spider-Man movie is essentially like Spider-Man Endgame, like it's yeah. that big of a movie. Yeah, I had read that as well. Hmm. Um, but that's yeah. I mean. I think it's more, I, there's rumors that they did a test run, and I'm thinking that there's a lot of stuff that goes down in Doctor Strange, and I'm thinking audience members were having a kind of a difficult time putting some stuff together. Yeah. I think they're going to try and do something really big in that Doctor Strange movie. Yeah, the the reshoots are always now, like every movie has reshoots because they'll do test screenings and they'll ask the audience 
you know, what'd you think of this? And like, oh, this was clunky or whatever. This didn't make sense. So they'll go back and do reshoot uh, some scenes to make it a little bit more clearer. So it's more popular and, you know, makes more sense and more people will go see it later on. Um, So, yeah, it's probably, I mean, just from all the people that we know is going to be in it, it's going to be very confusing for some people. Like, you know, we got Wanda, uh, America Chavez, uh, possibly Shimagorath, uh, possibly Nightmare. Uh, If we go down the possibly list, that's... (laughs) Yeah, nothing's been confirmed, but I'm assuming those people really are in it. Um, Yeah, I imagine it's probably like, what? What's going... What is happening right now? (laughs) It's the multiverse of madness. It's the, the name. <laughs> oh, that's great. All right. From one Marvel movie to another, we've got confirmation from Empire Magazine that we're going to get Sandman and Lizard in the Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I guess I, I, that's cool. Like, I'm... I was kind of excited to get like two villains from the Raimi universe, two villains from the Andrew Garfield universe, and then two villains from the uh, Tom Holland universe. Uh, So there's also like where we may not even get a sixth uh, member of the Sinister Six that uh, supposedly the sixth member is just going to be in name only, like they just mentioned Rhino. And... I don't like that at all. Like the whole point of the Sinister Six is that there's six bloody people in there. <laughs> it's, um, but yeah, I, I'm fine with if we're bringing back the Raimi, uh, Sandman, and then possibly Andrew Garfield's Lizard. I mean, I thought that's who that shadowy, clawed figure was in that blink it and you'll miss it part of the trailer. Uh, yeah. spoilers for Venom for people. Uh, but the I I really want to talk about that episode, uh, that movie in a podcast just because it's it's bad. Uh, spoilers for my <laughs> review of it. Um, but they are clearly going to have Venom face off against Tom Holland Spider Man. So it still could be up in the air that that character could be Venom. Man, I hope not. Uh, yeah, I don't think I don't think we need Venom as part of the Sinister Six. Plus, he he has been in the Sinister Six, but like he's not part of the original, so I don't I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we we've got uh, Mysterio is also um, potentially one in there, only because that like really cool Empire like psychedelic art piece. Uh-huh. You see all these villains, and we see like Electro. Uh, we see like a Sandman fist. Yep. Uh I think we saw like something uh like we see obviously the the goblin pumpkin bomb and like a Doc Ock tentacle. But the other thing we see yep. is an orb that looks very much like Mysterio's little like fishbowl head. Yeah, yeah. By the way, if you don't know what Richard's talking about, you can head on over to our Comically Comics podcast Instagram account and you will see that cover because that's what got posted on there. Oh, cool. Yep. Um yeah, I so I made a list of the Sinister Six, and to my knowledge, there is like two iterations of it. You've got the very first appearance of the Sinister Six, which is Doc Ock, Sandman, Electro, Mysterio, Vulture, and Craven. Okay, yep. well, Craven, I don't think there's no reason for us to have Craven at all, especially with Sony talking about doing a Craven movie. Now, the second appearance of the Sinister Six. There was Doc Ock, Sandman, Electro, Mysterio, Vulture, and Hobgoblin, okay? With the iteration that we have and the characters that we have, we've already got Doc Ock, we've got Sandman, we've got Electro, uh, and Lizard's kind of an oddball, and I think you could take Green Goblin and use him as the replacement of Hobgoblin? Yeah. I want to see, it makes more sense to me that either Mysterio is not dead, and he's the six or vulture and other inmates like scorpion that are there. Yeah. Break out of jail and vulture comes back and you've got Tom Holland's original, like bad guy that knows who he is. 
I really, really, really want just MCU versions of all these new villains. Don't get me wrong. I'm nostalgic to see the Raimi universe uh, uh, Goblin and Doc Ock, but I I hated everything about Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man, just about. Uh, <laughs> so I don't really want to see those. Um, and they were, it seemed like they were building towards Sinister Six, because like I said, you had, yeah. uh, in the first movie, you had Vulture, uh, then you, they also introduced some like Tinkerer and Shocker and stuff, but like, I don't see either one of those two being in the Sinister Six. Uh, uh Herman from, uh, like Shocker is, is always kind of been a joke character. Like, you know, he'll rob a bank and Spotty's like, Herman, what are you doing? Like, wh- <laughs> what did, did you get out of jail again? Like it's, he's always like a joke villain. Um, but, uh, Anyway, uh, so we, we, we've got Vulture and then they, uh, slightly introduced Matt Gargan, uh, uh, but not as, uh, the Scorpion, but there's two of the Sinister Six. Um, and then in the next movie, we got, um, Mysterio and, uh, Chameleon, even though he wasn't called Chameleon, they use his actual name, but he was the Chameleon. So there's four of the Sinister Six. I thought in the in the next movie before all these trailers came out, we'd get two more villains and then they would form the Sinister Six in that movie. But no, we're just <laughs> we're, we're doing kind of like <laughs> Spider-Verse Sinister Six. Um, Do you think that's why we may not get a sixth one? Yeah, I don't know. I, I If we don't that I'm going to be like, what are you doing? Like. It's called the Sinister Six, not the Sinister Five. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm still excited to see this, uh, you know, story be told because it, it's really cool to do like a live action Spider Verse, if you will. Because like, yeah. it, it hasn't been confirmed yet, but so many like stuff has been coming out. Like, it's clearly like Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are going to be in this movie. Real quick, comicy pasta before I forget it. Oh, okay. You said you said Mark Gargan. Um, he is. Oh, Mac Gargan. Um, yes, uh, yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I say his name wrong every time. He is virus in the comic books now. If I'm not, if I remember correctly, and has a a symbiote suit. Okay, yeah, he's okay. That makes sense. He was Venom for a while, and uh, he he's got like instead of the the spider, he's got like a white like his suit looks badass, man. And he's got this white, like, scorpion that resembles, like, the Venom spider or whatever, yeah. but it's like a scorpion instead. And uh, he's got this, like, symbiote claws or whatever, because, you know, scorpion. <laughs> yeah. During the uh, Dark Avengers run, he was uh, he was Venom then, and yeah. uh, they gave him some kind of, like, pill, and it made him look like the black suit Spider-Man but he would eventually turn into Venom and his Venom symbiote symbol, like the white spider was like a scorpion. It wasn't like a a spider. And he was that, he was that Venom. If you ever saw where he had the white eyes, but also an actual eye inside the white eye. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like it was, it was weird. It was kind of gross looking. Yeah. I knew he'd been Venom once before, but yeah. Yeah, he was Venom during the Thunderbolts run when Civil War was happening. There's talk today of uh, Thunderbolts recording 2023. Cool. Or being in production 2023. And that will take us on into World War Hulk. Oh, are we getting that? I didn't hear about this. Yeah, apparently 2023 is going to start production of like uh, World War Hulk. Cool. So I wonder how they're going to spin that. That's what I wanted to talk to you about. Like. All right, so let's let's give the people some background. Um, we we've talked about it before, but let's let's piece it all together. The Illuminati uh, decided it was better. Just short version: the Illuminati decided it was better that Hulk not be in art on Earth. They equipped him with a spaceship, tricked him to get into it, and we're going to send him off to a peaceful planet to live off the rest of his days. Hulk, not being a complete moron, realizes what's going on fucks his shit up, goes into a wormhole, 
and lands on Sakaar. So from then on, you're you're pretty much watching Thor Ragnarok, except for where it's not the Grand Master that captures him. I can't remember who it is. Now. It's the it's the Red King. Yes, yes. Um, Red King gets overtaken, and Hulk winds up having a love interest on Sakaar, and little does he know though that his his uh his ship is equipped with um it wasn't a bomb but something happened to where the ship blew up it, it uh the engines so like uh he falls in love with this female and they have a kid and um like every you think hulk is finally going to be at peace like like yeah. not not necessarily banner but hulk because the all throughout yeah. this entire time he only turns into banner once and anyway um and it shows some like kids and stuff playing by that spaceship because I think they made like a, I think it was like made like almost like a memorial site or something like here's where the great King Hulk, you know, first landed on our planet or something. Anyway, uh, and the engines like activate, but because the ship, uh, the ship was damaged, it like blows up and it's almost like a, like a nuke going off. Yeah. And, and it kills his. Yeah. Wife? Yeah, it kills his wife. And, An unborn child. Well, he thinks it kills his unborn child because yes. there's a there's an epilogue for that. This is during uh, Planet Hulk where the son survives. Yeah. And then with World War Hulk, he decides to take... Oh, gosh, I can't remember the name of his group when he's... Uh, when he takes them, his, like, war generals i can't remember the name of them but anyway he takes them to earth and he's like i'm going to wreck the illuminati like i am taking them down yeah and it was one of the coolest hulk runs i love both planet hulk and world war hulk um because i love i love the part where he has like black bolt like they're saying, I forget something's happening. He's like surrounded by a bunch of people and he has black bolt and he reveals that he's like got him in his hand. And then he just takes like black bolt's leg and just like snaps it. And then black bolt like yells out a scream of pain. <laughs> it's just so freaking cool. <laughs> it's, it's by far one of the most recognizable stories. Yeah. And, uh, for the Hulk, there is, so if you're looking for a Hulk breed, definitely go look at Planet Hulk and then go look at World War Hulk. But that's that's what I want to know. Like, so we know how Marvel does, and they don't necessarily stick cr- like closely to the comics. Yeah. But is there there is there anything that you see or that you would want to see to actually make this work? And you know we're supposed to get getting more Mark Ruffalo as I guess Banner. Yeah, because of the end credit scene in Shang Chi, um, in She Hulk TV show that's coming out soon. So what? What's your What's your opinion? What's your thoughts? I don't, I don't know anything yet. Like to be honest with you, but like I think whatever will be revealed will be revealed in She Hulk. Um, because his hand is his arm still fucked up from the snap. Yep. Um, and he's back to being Banner again, and not uh like. Professor Green or whatever. And so like the only thing I can speculate is maybe like the loss of because his only love interest other than Betty, but they've kind of like swept her under the rug and be like, oh, forget about Betty, uh, is Nat and Nat's dead. And that the only thing I can think of is maybe him trying to like, you know, like avenge her or something. I, I don't know. Uh right now as it stands, I have no clue <laughs> what they're going to do. Um, right. It would be dope, though. Man, I hate that Tony and Steve are no longer part of the MCU because it would be dope to see like them squaring off against like World Breaker Hulk. I think it crushed. Oh, big time, but it would be, it would be cool <laughs> as hell. <laughs> All right. Here's my, my theory. Okay. And and this to me makes sense. Banner figured out how to combine the two in Endgame. 
Yeah. Him and him himself and the Hulk. He figured out how to combine the two. So now Banner has figured this is all theory. This is all just my complete mind bullshit <laughs> that I've concocted. And there's nothing really to back any of this up other than things that I've seen in comic books. And I'll throw those in as, I, as I'm giving this. Banner figured out how to finally separate the two bodies. So now we have a Banner body and we have a Hulk body. Oh, okay. Hulk is sent off to space. Oh, okay. He hits a wormhole, but we don't know what happens. Yeah. All we know is he's pissed when he comes back and he comes back as Maestro. Ah. Where there's a time change. Oh. And he's like, you know what? Got your asses now, motherfuckers. Oh, that would be dope. I I, I want to see an MCU maestro so bad. And the reason I say maestro is because maestro is, he's an older version of the Hulk. Yeah, he's kind of, in a lot of iterations, even in like Old Man Logan, it's kind of alluded to that like Banner will eventually, as he gets older, will just kind of become an evil dude. Like, uh, so it's established that like Maestro is Banner, like after he gets like much older and cynical, he just kind of becomes like evil Hulk. He's he's a future Hulk. Yeah. And uh, by the way, his first appearance is in Future Imperfect number one. Maestro's is. Um, there's been a lot of Maestro in the comic books lately, though. Mm. Like I've started noticing that how much maestro there is in the comic books and stuff like that. And so then when this World War Hulk thing come up, I was like, the story doesn't make sense. But if it's maestro coming back to kick ass Mm. like that, if they if they separated the bodies and sent maestro off, because it's just like, let's just get rid of him. Like he's not Banner. He's 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 his own thing. Let's just send him off. Yeah. And he comes he hits a wormhole ages and comes back. And he's smart and everything else. And he's had time to get smart and stuff like that. And comes back to wreak havoc. That. Now that could be a World War Hulk movie. I like that a lot. (laughs) I think you may be right, too. Because that would be a cool way to introduce the maestro. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that'd be really, really cool. It'd be cool to, like, until, like, I don't know. He has, like, his war posse like going out and doing things and like they they refer to him as the maestro or something like that and we don't comic book readers will know who it is but like we don't know who it is until it's revealed that it's like hulk that'd be really cool too yeah an aged skullet hulk skullet yes (laughs) oh man i want to see that movie now Yeah, that's that's my that's my that's my theory. That's what I'm going with right now, just off of just off the news. Well, even better than theories and stuff like that, we know for a fact that we're getting Warlock in the next Guardian of the Galaxy movie, and it's gonna be portrayed by Will Porter. Yeah. Uh Adam Warlock. Cool. <laughs> um I, I don't know how I feel about this casting. Uh, because like, I'm not a big Adam Warlock fan, but like, I know of him and because like, obviously, I mean, I've read Infinity Gauntlet and all that's jazz, but, um, I, so I was talking with my wife about it and she's like, she's seen him in some other things and like, he's actually a really good actor. I just know him from the, uh, that, uh, Jason Sudeikis and Jennifer Aniston movie. Uh, you know, where the meme is made from, like, you know, you guys got paid or whatever. I just know him from that. And like the dude has like this really unfortunate looking face. Um, yes. And like Adam is supposed to be like the pinnacle of like, like creation. Like he was created by these like scientists to be like the perfect being. So like, I'm just like, why would you pick this dude? He looks goofy <laughs> as hell. Uh, I know he'll be painted. I mean, who are they supposed to get? Harry Styles? I, I get you. Well, I mean, okay. You know, he's playing, uh, what is it? Thanos's, uh, brother. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Star Fox or Eros. Yeah. Eros. Eros. Um, yeah, supposedly. But this guy's, that's what everybody's saying. This guy's supposed, he's going to be painted gold. Like, 
So yeah. whatever, you know, he'll probably look. And I trust James Gunn. Oh, yeah. He's made great movies. So, so Will Poulter, uh, he's been in Son of Rambo. He's been in The Chronicles of Narnia, The Voyage of the Dawn Treader. Um, we Are the Millers. He played Kenny. That's the meme. Uh, two Maze Runner movies. He's one. Uh, he's been in The Revenant. Um, and he was going to be cast as Pennywise for the It movie, the new one. I could see that. But he had a schedule conflict, so he couldn't do that. Um, he was apparently won an award, uh, a BAFTA Rising Star Award, and that's voted on by the public. Huh. In 2014, so like a lot of people like him, and he's done a lot. Like he's got some, he's done some roles. Like he ain't new kid on the block or nothing like that. Yeah. So, I I don't know what they're gonna do with Adam Warlock. Yeah. Like, are we gonna get more Infinity Stones again? Because you know we're gonna have the Ultimate ones, like we talked about before. No. That are <laughs> <laughs> not the Dark Dragon Balls. <laughs> the Ultimate. The dark, uh, the dark infinity stones <laughs> that work in any universe. Yeah, they're the ultimate ones. Um, <laughs> I think so. My original theory uh, kind of got thrown out the window, but I thought Guardians Three was going to be about Soul World and getting OG Gamora back since she was uh, sacrificed for the Soul Stone. And we didn't really touch on Soul World, uh, but it, that's that orange world where, like, you know, Thanos sees, like, baby Gamora, and she's like, was it worth it? You know, what did it cost you? And he's like, everything. Um, yeah. I think we were going to do with that, because Adam Warlock is kind of like Vision. Like, he was originally the, like, one of the, like, holders of the infinity stone of of a infinity stone he has the soul stone embedded in his head and he's intrinsically tied with the soul stone and soul world yeah like in a lot of his stories so i would assume at the end of guardians 2 when uh his sister uh, i can't think of her name right now but uh you know they're talking about like they, you know, they're changing up his origin story for the movie, but like they create him and, you know, like, and his name would be Atom. So it's like, oh, okay, it's going to be Adam Warlock. And yeah. then all the stuff that happened in Endgame with Gamora and, or in, in all the stuff that happened in Infinity War and in Endgame where Gamora dies, but then like there's a time displaced Gamora. I thought they were. I was like, oh, well, so Guardians 3 will be about, like, somehow getting the soul of OG Gamora and maybe, like, putting it in the body of the new Gamora to, like, you know, have your cake and eat it, too. You know what I mean? Like, so, like, she's she's back. Uh, she's back, but, like, she is the time-displaced one, but has the memories of the old one. Yeah, I mean, we just did that with Vision. Like, I hope we don't do that. Yeah, I don't know. That was, like I said, my that was my theory, but all that's gone out the yeah. window since then. Um, right. right. <laughs> um, you know, here, however long ago, Gun teased that because we're gonna we're gonna get a Christmas special. Yeah, I'm so excited for that. That's next year, right? Though. Uh that's next Christmas. Yes, that's Christmas. I don't think it's this Christmas. Yeah, I think it's next Christmas. So we're gonna get a. Uh, a Christmas special before we actually get Guardians of the Galaxy 3 and Gun teased that we would get the greatest character of all time in that Christmas special. Knowing that, do you think it'll be Adam Warlock or like I've got I've got Adam Warlock, I've got several people in my head. Um I say several, maybe a couple. Um but what's what's your what's your <laughs> Like, do you, I mean, I, surely not. I wouldn't think. Gun likes to troll. I it's it could be Pip the troll. So you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> um, I don't know, man. Uh, With his little weasel hanging out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I, like he loves to to throw stuff out there and then mess with people. So I don't know. Um, 
Yeah, it could be. I mean, technically, Adam Warlock is like the perfect being. So, like, if he's doing like a play on words, then yes, it's Adam Warlock. But I don't know. Um, what, what what do you think? Uh, I think that he, you know, he's he's read James Gunn's read a lot of Nova stuff, and we got word today that you know Nova is going to start pre production in 2023 as well, and that's just a rumor though. Like Marvel's not put that out the same as Marvel did not put out World War Hulk was going to start production either. So that could be all garbage. But I know Gunn hit, and he was Nova was supposed to be in Guardians One. And then they talked about possibly introducing him into uh, Infinity War. Like he was going to be, instead of Banner coming to Earth. Oh, it was going to be Nova. Or falling to Earth. It was going to be Nova falling to Earth to warn him because, you know, Thanos blew up Xandar. Yeah. And Nova's the only living Nova core guy. So with his knowledge of Nova and apparently, you know, if you read 75% of Nova, like you've got to really like that character. So maybe he thinks that's the greatest character of all time. So maybe we get Nova, um, or just the, the really to me would be no brainer is Santa Claus. Um, he's classified as an Amoga level <laughs> mutant. So why not have Santa Claus? <laughs> and okay. Bring the mutants in that way. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's Santa Claus. That's what he means. I Are forgot. Confirming that? Is- I'm yeah, I'm confirming that. That you've heard it here. That is Don't confirm it yet. I've been looking for that book. And I, can't- <laughs> I can't pull the trigger on it yet. Yeah. That that's what he's I'm I'm serious. That's what he's gonna do. That makes sense. I, I I lean more towards Santa Claus as well because this is going to be supposedly this is his last go at the Guardians. This finishes out the trilogy. Uh, the Guardians, as we know them after this, are not going to be the same. Um, I honestly think Peter Quill's going to die in Guardians Three. I think he's going to kill Rocket. I think Rocket. I think Rocket and Groot can go do their own thing. Well, um, I just I think supposedly the third guardians originally was going to tell like they were going to, or excuse me, the second guardians was going to tell more about rockets, like backstory and everything. Yeah. And rumor has it, it's, it's been pushed to the third one. So I have a feeling he's going to do this like arc with rocket and then rocket dies at the end of it. I, I do feel like, I think I feel the same. I do feel like we're going to get a, a rocket story um, because, you know, they're talking about the high evolutionary. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Evolutionary being in it and him doing all the experiments and stuff like that. Like that lines up with all the stuff that's happened to Rocket and and the scars that we see and and the contraptions and stuff on him um, in the first Guardians movie. So I do agree. I do feel like it's going to be a Rocket movie. I just with Gamora's status and it looks like, you know, there's a lot of talk that. Uh, I believe Guns even said that like Nebula and Mantis are going to have huge roles in this third Guardians movie. Cool. And with Gamora being the way that she is and she's not really like attached to Quill necessarily that maybe she starts to get attached and then loses him like like they were in love and then he lost her and now you know he's going to try and get her back and he's done all this stuff to get her and as soon as she starts coming back like he, you know, he, she loses him. See, I don't see that. I see him giving Peter like a happy ending with Gamora, but I could see him killing Rocket for, because a lot of people like Rocket. Um, so I could see him doing it as like, like, you know, build him up in that, ep- in that movie and then kill him kind of like how they did with Yondu. Well, I'll say this much and, and pretty much. Every Guardians movie, the people that die, that I'm, that, you know, the big deaths that I can think of are, um, people that are really close to Quill. Yeah. Like we start off Guardians with his mother dying. Like that's like within the first five minutes of that movie. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah. And then later on in that movie, you have real quick, uh, uh, real, just real quick, uh, when, uh, 
I went and saw that movie and I was telling Jeremy and them, I'm like, because they were kind of on the fence about seeing that. And I was like, y'all have to go see it. It is nothing like any of the other MCUs. It is it is really great. It's really funny and all this stuff. And um, I forgot <laughs> about the, the like mom dying of cancer, like at the very <laughs> beginning of the movie. And like they sent me a text message and they were like, his mom just died of cancer. What the hell kind of like they were like, what kind of movie did you just make us go see? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I mean, it, it's true. Like it sets him off. Uh, Groot sacrifices himself, but he doesn't actually die. Yeah. Like, he, he comes back. Yeah. Um, but it's not the same Groot, really. Yeah. Uh, Guardians 2, of course, we have, you know, the sacrifice of Yondu. Like, his, you know, really unbeknownst to him until that moment. Like, him realizing, like, like we just killed my real, my biological dad. But, like, here's my dad in yeah. front of me. This This giving up everything for me. Like, and it has always done this and has always protected me because, you know, they'd never had Taryn before and they wanted to eat me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so just to me, it's like everybody close and then, you know, Infinity War comes around, Gamora dies, like everybody close to Peter has died. Right. You know, and so like. How you know? How do you not finish off the trilogy with Peter just sacrificing himself in some way, shape, form, or fashion, possibly in him dying? Yeah, I could. I mean, it could happen. Uh, I just uh, I'm Team Rocket. If that makes like blasting off at the speed of light. Anyway, Pokemon reference. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm on the side that maybe they'll kill Rocket, but I could see them doing the Peter thing. I'm not necessarily saying you're wrong but i i don't know um we'll see i, I don't love want, rocket and i don't want him to die yeah i don't either uh, <laughs> my wife loves raccoons so she's just like he's so cute and all this stuff um but i yeah i'm i don't want anyone to die to be honest with you uh i'm fine with them swapping out like new guardians but like what you don't have to kill them off you know, and and also another thing that makes me think of it, I don't know, did, did Chris Pratt ever reprise his, his voice role? Like, I know he didn't really, like, he had one speaking part throughout the entire What If, I think. But, like, did he ever reprise his, like, did he ever do the voiceover work for his character in What If? Uh, I think he did. I think that was him in, uh, What If, um... I'm going to look it up real quick. Yeah, I just, I feel like, you know, he, he guns thrown out the whole Quasar thing as well, like throwing the VCR that's got the Quasar brand. So I've thought about that. Um, And then the comics, there is a version of Quasar that is a female. So I'm like, okay, we could go down that road and we could add another female to the Guardians because I don't think we're done with the Guardians after volume three. Um, I think they'll just change to a certain extent. So uh, it, it just it seems like they're going to kind of disband after this movie. And I think it would be fitting for, you know, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it would be uh, Brian T. Uh, Delaney is the guy that plays uh, Peter Quill's voice. So, no, uh, Chris Pratt does not voice Peter Quill in the uh, What If series. And that could mean nothing, but it seemed like several characters that they were like already done with those actors. Yeah. Like they did not bring them back for what if, but again, like he didn't really have any speaking roles though either. So it's like, do we really want to spend the money on Chris Pratt to do Yeah. This? Plus, you know, one liner of, Hey, what's that big baby behind you? Yeah, exactly. Uh, plus he was, uh, <laughs> I think probably filming like that Amazon movie, you know, the tomorrow war or something. So it could have been it could have been just a scheduling conflict. Yeah. Um I I I could, you know, like I said, I could see them killing him off. Um it would make sense with the death of him why they disband. It's kind of depressing though if they do do that. I like I don't know. I I don't want anyone to die. Um the other one if it's not 
I don't want to see Rocket die. Um, I'm not saying it can't happen by any means. I'm not saying that at all. It's, it could totally happen, especially if it's going to be a Rocket story and it could be his redeeming factor or whatever at the end. I feel like we kind of got that in Guardians 2, though. Just with him and Yondu, kind of. Um, yeah, a little bit. But also, you know, Drax. Like, I could see Drax dying. I don't, ah, uh, I don't want, I, I love Dave Batista's Drax, man. Like, Batista's done. He's already said he's done. Like, he don't want to come back anymore. Um, His family's killed off. Now they're talking about Brink. Now, I've heard rumors that uh, his daughter may still be alive. And so that might be part of it. Oh, um, that'd be cool. Because in the comic books, I want to say she goes by Moon Dragon or something like that. Yeah. And she's, and she's alive. And uh, and she's appeared in the video games, and she's actually a love interest of Phi Lavelle, who is oh yeah Quasar yeah. So like, there's already connections there. Both those two characters are in like Marvel Marvel Puzzle Quest or some some game of that nature that's been pushed out here recently. Um, so you could have that where. Or maybe Drax doesn't die because he has a reunion with his daughter, and but then his daughter goes off to be, you know, a guardian. I don't know. That would be cool. I don't know. Cool shit coming up though. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm, I'm hyped. There's a lot of stuff that's come out this <laughs> week that that's really, or in the last coming weeks, um, that's really cool. Well, that's all I had. Do you have anything? No, that's it, man. All right. Well, thank you all very much for listening. We greatly appreciate it. I hope you all have a blast as much as we do making this thing. Yes. Um, Anything you want to plug, Richard? Uh, I guess our uh, our Instagram. Uh, you can check us out on Instagram. Uh, it's Comically Comics. And our Gmail. Comically Comics Podcast, I think. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I got to get these right. Uh, you can check us out on Instagram, uh, Comically Comics Podcast. Uh, yeah. you can check us out on, or you can, uh, send in emails to questions, uh, at comically comics podcast at gmail.com. And, uh, we've, uh, purchased a domain name, but we don't have a website yet. So don't, uh, don't be searching that yet, but coming soon. You can search it, <laughs> but ain't nothing there. Yeah. <laughs> But hopefully some good stuff coming with that. That might that'll hopefully be fun. Yeah. Um, y'all can find me on Instagram as well. Twenty two underscore comics. Twenty spelled out, the number two. Uh you can find me at the same handle on YouTube where I talk about comic books, things I've picked up, spec that I think that you should look at if you're want looking into flipping comics, how to clean comics, things like that. So come check me out. You want to subscribe. At least give me a like on a video or something. Help a brother out. Come on. With all that being said, say bye, Jeremy. Bye, Jeremy. Bye, Jeremy. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. You can control space time. And you can be nice looking, but you choose to be naughty. Change your ways. Oh, I will change with your help.